In our first reading yesterday, we heard a familiar prophetic rebuke of Israel's worship from the prophet Isaiah. He judges Israel's worship as deficient, that God takes no pleasure in her sacrifices, incense, festivals, assemblies. Now, sometimes Israel's worship is critiqued because of her hardness of heart. She doesn't have mercy. God desires mercy, not sacrifice. Here, we read especially of justice, or rather failures of justice. Isaiah says, Make justice your aim, redress the wronged, hear the orphan's plea, defend the widow. And Israel's failure in justice results in a failure of worship. Isaiah's critique is in a long line of such prophetic utterances aimed at training Israel in ways of right worship. The history of Israel is, in a sense, the history of right worship, as God reveals more and more to her over time about the way he wishes to be worshipped. With the temple in Jerusalem as, as the culmination of this teaching, as the liturgical locus of right worship. And this, of course, culminates in Christ. Jesus Christ is the ultimate fulfillment of Israel's trajectory of worship because he is the new temple. He identifies himself as a new temple. And as even greater, he is the perfect sacrifice, the priest and victim, because he himself is perfect. He is the God-man. He's God himself. And he offers himself as this perfect sacrifice to the Father. And he shows us how to worship as well by making us temples, by making us living sacrifices. And we are living sacrifices because we hold God within. This is the great doctrine of the indwelling of the Trinity, that through our baptism, we are baptized in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Through this baptism, God washes away our sin and lives in our soul in a stable way. And so we can become these living temples, living sacrifices. If Christ shows us the way of perfect worship and makes us living temples, that means he also leads us in the way of justice so that we do not fail to redress the wronged, hear the orphan's plea, and defend the widow that we don't fail in these ways of justice, these ways that Isaiah points out. St. Thomas Aquinas teaches us that this virtue of justice resides in the will. Justice is the stable will to render another what is his due. It seeks to establish equality where there is inequality. Now, of course, we often fail in this regard, right? But through the grace of Christ, our will is purified and freed from sin, especially any malice or anger or prejudice we hold towards our neighbor, so that we can love them in all justice. Our culture right now is concerned especially with questions of justice. As Christians, we have a rich teaching on this virtue, and we see it's closely linked with right worship. But more importantly than this teaching, we have the richest of resources. We have God himself who dwells in us. And through his grace, especially through our continued grace in the Eucharist, in confession, in our, in our prayer, this grace purifies our hearts so that we can love our neighbor in all justice. May his grace make us just.
so that we can build a more just world around us and worship him with a more loving heart as his living temples.